You're listening to the Elevate Podcast, the official podcast of the Coastal LA Singles Ministry, where our focus is reaching up, reaching in, and reaching out. Alright, we can uh, get started. Um, for those of you who don't know us, my name is Kendall, this is Allie. Uh, like Marco said, we just got married about uh, almost five months ago, and uh, yes, we did get to take a pretty awesome honeymoon, and I recommend going to Europe, it's incredible. Um, but So just a little bit of background, I just graduated from UCLA, um, Allie did too. I graduated in a, with a major in business economics and a minor in accounting. Currently, I just started a job about two months ago for Deloitte. Uh, they're a big accounting firm. I'm doing audit. It's a specification where you basically just check to make sure the numbers are right. So that's what I'm doing on my day-to-day. Um, Allie's currently looking for a job. She actually just had an interview today. So if you guys have some free prayer time, if you want to shoot, shoot some her way, that'd be awesome. We'd appreciate it. Um, but Today we're just going to talk about um, talents. We're going to specifically look in uh, Matthew 25. Um, that's going to be like our theme scripture. Um, you guys have, if you've been around the Bible, you've probably read it before, but I hope that we can address it in a new way um, and maybe a way that you haven't thought about it. So, yeah, sure. What's up? Uh, see, this is why you need to get married because they remind you of the good things. Uh, let's pray before we start. Um, Dear Heavenly Father God, I uh, just thank you so much for tonight. I uh, just really pray that you speak through Ali and I, that uh, we could really share your words, God, that um, just uh, just the workplace is, is a really, really awesome place if, it, if we're living for you, God. And it, it can really be hard sometimes and it can be struggles, but God, I just pray that we can uh, just come out of this realizing that we've all been given talents, we've all been given gifts from you, and uh, that we can really just make a difference by the way that we uh, work hard and live live through those uh, for you, God. So I just pray that you're really with us, that um, I just thank you for these people, God, who take time out of their day um, to, to, to be close to you, and I pray that it could just really be encouraging and also just convicting and uh, just really speak through us tonight. Uh, I love you so much, and pray this all in your son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. So to just kind of start, we're going to define talents. And from a worldly perspective, you might think of a talent, and this is the Webster's uh, definition a special ability that allows someone to do something well. So you have an ability, for instance, I'm tall and I'm pretty athletic and so I'm good at sports. And just a little background, I, I played volleyball at UCLA, but that's I'm saving that for later. We'll, we'll get into that. But um, basically, that's kind of what the world looks at a talent as being, as something that uh, just helps you to do something better. What we're going to focus on and what we believe a godly perspective of a talent is, is a gift from him, a gift from God. Something that you don't deserve, you haven't exactly earned, but you do have the ability to use it at your own free will. And that you have a choice whether or not you're going to use that talent and how you're going to use it. So uh, turn with me to Matthew 25. We're going to read verses uh, 14, uh, sorry, verse 14 to start. So it starts off with again, and it's referring to the parable before that talks about the kingdom of heaven. Um, just keep that in the back of your mind. We're going to discuss that more, but just uh, realize that this parable that we're talking about is has a lot to do with heaven. Um, it says, again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted them with his wealth. 
One, to one he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, and to another one bag, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gained five bags more. Also the one with two bags of gold gained two more. But the man who had received one bag went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. Um, I was going to share and just kind of touch more on the fact that a talent is a gift from God. Hello. Um, like Kendall said, my name is Allie. Um, I recently graduated from UCLA with a master's in public health. Uh, before that, I was, I've was i interned for the church a lot. I did my undergrad up in Seattle. Um, I was on the pre-med track. Um, I, my recent internship, I worked at the White House in Washington, D.C., um, so basically Kendall and I, we, we really want to focus, um, on the scripture and what the scripture says about talent. And from what we see from the very beginning is, um, talents are given to us by God. They're a gift from God. Um, and with that definition, um, for me, I like to think about talents as not just things that I'm able to do, but things that God has given me to be used for others. Um, so for an example, an example of this is um, when I was in Seattle, uh, I was the only disciple on my campus. I lived about 30 minutes away from other disciples. I was super busy. Um, I was on the soccer team and, again, doing a pre-med track, so I had a heavy school load. And I really wasn't feeling like I was connecting with the ministry at all. Like, I didn't feel needed by them. I didn't feel... Uh, like my relationships were where, where I wanted them to be. And I was just kind of feeling like I have nothing to offer. You know, they have all their relationships taken care of like five minutes away from them. Why do they need me as a friend? And just feeling very much like I don't have anything to offer this ministry. And um, one day I was thinking about it and just really trying to figure out my place. And um, one thing I I was blessed with was a car. Um, my I I bought a car, and so I had a way to get around. And um, that was a really big need in our ministry is for people to give rides to people to get picked up and um, taken to different events. And and so I really just saw, prayed about it a lot, and saw my car as a talent that I could use uh, to help the ministry, to be a benefit to them. And I was like, you know, I just thought, okay, I don't have tons of time to – hang out with people all the time. Sometimes I can't even make uh, ministry events because of I'm traveling with soccer or something like that. Um, but I can use my car to get people around, and I can use it to um, drop people off. I can use it to pick people up. And um, I was very inspired by uh, the Acts, Acts scripture where it says they had everything in common and that I really just wanted to look at the blessings in my life as um, – not just my blessing, but a blessing that could be used um, for everyone, for the ministry, a common blessing, you know, when they had everything in common. That means the car wasn't just for me. It was for um, God. It was for me to use for God's purpose and to bless, also bless the ministry with. And so I think that there's um, a lot of things like that in our daily life that we don't often think about as, a talent from God, um, 
but that they really are in our life to be used by him. And, you know, I think of even that scripture um, where Jesus says, use your worldly wealth to gain friends, you know, and that really everything that we are given to from God is is meant to be um, used for his purpose. And therefore, um, it can be a talent. It can be something that multiplies. It can be something that uh, that helps us, also, you know, in a worldly sense, but also in a spiritual sense and helps those around us in a spiritual sense. So, yeah. So we're going to continue now uh, and read the next part of uh, Matthew 25. Uh, In verse uh, 19, it says, After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you have entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The man who had two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you have entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share in your master's happiness. Um, I think just uh, going back to the beginning, what really stood out to me uh, this time when I read it was uh, the very beginning it says, after a long time. Masters of those servants returned. And I think um, if you guys have ever taken an investments class or, or have ever thought about investing, or I, I obviously being a business economics major, looked at a lot of different investments and all these things. But th- what you're supposed to do is pick like a portfolio that's diversified and just sit on it. Basically, you, 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 you take some risk. And you pick some things and you try to diversify what it is and then you just wait. And the longer you wait, the better the chances that the market will basically put you forward to profit. And I think that um, what this verse is kind of relating to in that is that there is this upfront risk, though, that if you, don't, if you have to plan to hold it for a long time, but in order to get the ball rolling, you have to take a risk. And so that's kind of what we're going to focus on in this next part is that um, in order to develop your talents, in order to get the ball ro- rolling, you have to be willing to take a risk. And um, just um, to kind of share a uh, risk that I took that has really um, really just impacted my whole life since, since then is, uh, so just a little background, I played volleyball for UCLA. So um, going into my senior year, um, it's, I mean, it's my senior year, it's uh, the year that we had the most talent on our team. We were ranked, I think, preseason number two. Um, I'd worked um, the last three years basically to get to this point, and it was the best shot that we had at winning a national championship, which was since I was a baby, basically, a goal of mine. <laughs> and so um, we're coming in this year, and um, honestly, it, it, it got really tough. Um, like, just... I was taking four classes a quarter, which was a heavy load. It was all major uh, or minor classes that were really heavy, and I just kind of started to get bogged down. And I had to to make a decision. And ultimately, I decided to quit volleyball. And this was – so the way volleyball works is that it's a spring 
uh, sport and you train all fall every single day, usually on Saturdays too, and then you start your season basically right after New Year's and go through. And it just so happened that I quit after all that before we had even started started competing. And so it was, it, it was just like, and the reason why I quit is because I think God just started making it clear that although this was a talent that I had had, that I had developed for a long time, it was wearing out. I had already accepted a job with Deloitte. I knew I wasn't going to be playing long term. I had recently gotten engaged to Allie. I knew that I really needed to start investing as much as I could in our relationship, and I needed to start investing in my schoolwork and all these other things. And so in order to do that, in order to develop the talents that I knew were going to propel me long long term, I had to make a risk and, and quit volleyball now. And honestly, I can say it was the hardest decision that I've ever made in my life. Like, I, I mean, she can attest to it. We, we prayed a ton I cried a few times, like, and then I, even going and telling my team, I just lost it and, and broke down. And, and luckily, like, I think some of my biggest fears were obviously, like, not winning a national championship. But I think I, I was just afraid that I was going to lose my identity. I think I was going to lose something that was, that was so much a part of me. And also that I was going to disconnect the relationships that I would built uh, for so many years. And so I think... When we're faced with these challenges, we're faced with these things that we have to take a risk, it's not going to be easy. There's going to be sacrifice, and there's going to be things that want you to say no, want you to not want to develop the way that God wants you to. But if you act on faith, and if you really pray about it, and you feel good about it, God's going to bless that. And because of that, I was able to uh, graduate with the GPA that I wanted. I was able, obviously, to get married, but really invest in our relationship and, and really feel good uh, about where we were before before getting married. And, and also I was able to continue the relationships that I had on the teammates and actually ended up praying almost every Friday with one of the guys on my team and, and really building a strong relationship with him. So I just kind of say that to say, like, there's going to be times where you have to take a risk, but you have to really focus on the things that, that are coming, that the, the different things that God's put in your life that you can develop now. And um, in order to do that, um, yeah, just really, just really trusting in God and, and allowing Him to, to guide you through that process. So. Yeah, I think um, so. I'm really bad at taking risks. Like that is not in my nature. Um, I don't really start something unless I know that I'll be good at it. And um, and that's you know, it's just it's a weakness of mine not to take risks. And that's like. One of the biggest things that stood out to me in this story is how much God blesses when we take risk. And there's a difference between being irresponsible and taking taking a calculated, faithful risk. And um, I think God is calling, through the story, he's really calling us to take risks with our talents. Um, so, so a quote that has stayed with me, something my mom told me a long time ago, is um, even a bad decision made in faith can be blessed by God. And that that really it is about um, our hearts of really using using our talents for God and, and pushing them to the limit where there is a chance of failure, but there's also a chance of great reward. And, um, I you know, I think about um, that story about the widow putting her two coins into the, into the um, offering and how 
you know, that that was a big risk for her. That was everything she had. And yet she was recognized by God, you know, and she was we, she's known in history now in, in the Bible as um, her faith for her faith. And um, so I think for for me, you know, things that take um, a lot of risk, I think about reaching out to somebody, you know, opening my mouth on the street is is risky, right? Like you could get denied, you could get uh, laughed at. Um, I have been laughed at. I've been run away from. I've been like, you know, stay away from me. Um, all those things. And um, and yet that's a risk that, that we all can take because we're all sitting here um, and we've all been showered. We all at least have one talent, right? We're all sitting here <laughs> and God loves us and and we're in touch with the Bible. And um, and so I think that's um, really just thinking about, okay, how can I take a risk with my talent? How can I do something I've never done before, go out on faith, and just let God be in charge of the, of the reward, let God be in charge of what comes back? Um, I think that's something I'm, I'm definitely working on, and I'm very challenged in this story about... Um, taking risk and really going out on a limb um, and letting, letting God make you great. So we're going to continue. All right. So to continue in the, the scripture, uh, wrapping it up, it says in verse 24, the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you were a hard man, harvesting where you had not sown, gathering where you had not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. His master replied, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvested where I had not sown and gathered where I had not scattered seed? Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. So take the bag of gold, so take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has ten bags. For whoever has will be given more and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. And throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is pretty heavy. I mean, every time I read this, it's just like, wow, like these are Jesus' words. And I think um, a couple things stand out to me. Um, one is that Instead of taking the money to the bank, he, he buried it. And I know today you could you could look at that and be like, taking it to the bank, like that would have been so easy. Why didn't he just do that? And back in this time, although banks were probably decently secure, they're not as secure as we think of today. There was no governmental backing or anything like that. There was still a lot of risk that you had to do even to put it into the bank and, and collect interest on it. So it, it, it just kind of goes back to our point that if you have a gift from God, you have to be willing to take a risk in one way or another, or else, as this says, it, it, you're just not going to be rewarded. And it's, it's ultimately, my next point is that the way you use your talents is a salvation issue. I mean, it's, it's very clear here that this is a passage about a parable about the kingdom of heaven and who's going to make it and who's not. And the way that you develop and you, you work in your talents for God is seen by him and the, the fruit that that produces is going to be valued and is going to be something that you have to, to come to the Lord and be like, here, 
and take ownership. I mean, it's not, it doesn't have to be a prideful thing, but you can take ownership in what you do. You can take ownership in how hard you work and, and the things that you develop and the way that you can grow with God helping you all the way in order to present to him uh, when you finally, finally get to the judgment day. And so, uh, excuse me. Uh, I think, yeah, I was going to share. Yeah, so I think something that is very clear to me in this scripture is that God invests in us. Um, he He gave us his best, obviously, with Jesus, but even more so with the daily blessings and the talents that he gives us outside of outside of Jesus. Um, but God makes an investment in us, and on on the other side of the coin, he's asking he's asking us to make an investment in him. And that's with our, you know, we do that with our talents. We do that with what we've been given. Um, and so, you know, to go along with this, like Kendall said, I've, I've been in the job search. It's been um, less than encouraging job search. And um, it's actually been really hard. Sorry. Um, and uh, so the other day I was, like, driving and just, like, kind of mad about it and like "Ah, I'm so frustrated like I have all this training I have all this education like I just want to do something great for you like I want to do something great I want to be great like I want to make an impact why is nothing working out (laughs) like you know that God like you know what my heart is and you know in the quiet of 405 traffic I hear this little voice that goes um it's not what you do that's gonna make you great like I'm gonna make you great and I just felt like okay like it doesn't matter what I'm doing right it doesn't matter if I am you know a glorified volunteer somewhere or you know babysitting or (laughs) just doing what I can to make money you know make make ends meet or or if I'm back at the White House and you know where exactly where I've envisioned my life to head my career to head that it, it's it's really not about that. It's really about allowing God to make us great by using our talents for Him, and um, uh, I think that you know just reading that like He's investing so much in us, and He expects an investment back with our talents, with our with our time, with our energy, and um, really that it really isn't about what we're doing. It's about how we're doing it and how we're making lifting him up in the work that we do um so yeah kendall's gonna finish this out um yeah just uh the last point in that scripture that i want to hit on is um it's not enough just to fear god i think this last servant the reason why he hid the money is because he was afraid and there is a very positive side to fearing god and I think from that you can even drive in love, but it's not that's not enough. We have to do more. We have to be willing to step out of our comfort zone. We have to be able to, to use the talents, the gifts that God's given us. And He God expects the fact that we're gonna use it and we're gonna use it for Him. That's an expectation and it's 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 hard sometimes and it's it's sometimes I just I wish it was as easy as all I need to do is love God and I'm good. But really, it's an everyday hard work process in order to make it to heaven. I think that's what this scripture really reminds us of. Um, And so just, I think, the takeaway 
and I'm going to share some practicals now, but this the takeaway is finding and developing your talents for God needs to be a priority in your life. I mean, we're all in the workplace or working, whether it's school or whatever, like Marco says, for most of our life. Like, it needs to be a priority of how are you working and how are you working for God. And so just some practicals uh, that I drew out of this scripture um, is, number one, identify your talents. Identify what you feel like God has put in your life that can set you apart, that you can excel in, that you can um, just really, really give back to God in. And, and, and sometimes you don't know. It takes time. I mean, for me, I just had my first round of reviews with my company. And out of nowhere, one of my seniors says, you're very detail-oriented, and we like that. And I'm like, I am? Like, I didn't say that, obviously. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm very detail-oriented. I, I, I look at everything. And so I, I took that as, as a talent, as, a, okay, God's blessed me with this that I didn't even really realize I was doing. And I can now do that better because I have identified it. And that brings me to my second point is, um, so in being detailed, I work a lot in Excel. Like, it's basically my life is Excel, which is good and bad. But um, I think having the mindset of an unworthy servant, uh, it says in Luke 17 that at, at the end of the day, when you do everything, you need to remind yourself that in comparison to God, you are an unworthy servant. And that's, again, another challenging scripture. But there are definitely times where I'm plugging away, copying and pasting into Excel, where I'm just like, all right, God, I'm doing this for you and no one else. Like, I could not get through this without you. And obviously, I don't want to make you, I, I know this is sounding like accountants are just boring. It's not. It's just a small part of it. Like, we do have fun. We do get to interact with people. And we're on a team. And we, yeah, sometimes Sometimes it's, it's really bad, but most of the time it's actually pretty good. But there are definitely times where I have to remind myself that I'm doing this for God. This is a talent that I, I can develop. And I think my last practical is just have a plan. Have a plan for how to use your talents daily in your job. And these guys who got the five uh, and two bags of gold, they definitely had a plan. They knew what they needed to do in order to invest it, to double it. I mean, in, it's a long time that, that Jesus took to come back in the story, but to double your investment is solid. If anyone can tell me how I can double my investment, I will come talk to you right now. Like, it's impressive. And so they had to have had a plan. And for me, like with the Excel, I now have a plan that after I finish a work paper, I'm going to go back and review it and make sure the details are good because it's something that, I can glorify God in. And so I think just closing out, um, the way that you apply your talents, the way that you work day to day can propel you closer to God or throw you away. Just realize that the talents that God's given you are more than just what the world sees and that you need to be willing to take risks to develop these talents and glorify God in the day to day boring lives that we live and also in the high moments that are just so rewarding and the, in the moments where you feel so close to God. So uh, that's all we have. Thank you guys very much. You've just listened to the Elevate podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit elevatecoastal.com.